Hey there. Welcome to the in-between. <sighs> good to be here. Good good to be here. Hey, Paul. Hey. Um, John Redfern, for those of you who are normal listeners and are used to hearing John Redfern's voice, uh, give you guys the welcome. John is on his sabbatical, so for the next wow. several episodes... Uh, we will not be hearing from him, but hopefully that means that he is resting and enjoying time with his family. Um, resting yeah. and listening to our wonderful voices. Exactly. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure he won't miss anything. I hope he will. And a rest, <laughs> hope that, that, knowing that he's not having to record. Exactly. What a lovely thing. <laughs> um, guys, <sighs> it, is, it is the week before a devoted Sunday. Yeah. It's a little different. Um, so I, I guess my first question is, Chris, are you going to incorporate any of Luke chapter three into our next? To, today is a great example of what this meeting used to be in yes. that we haven't even talked about that yet. Yes. I don't think. Have we, Paul? Have we mm-hmm. talked about? No. Because so recently we talked about, I see last time, November, Paul, you talked about communion, communion. Mm-hmm. and... Uh, the time before that, I feel like I taught through baptism, mm-hmm. and I feel like the time before that we talked through family dedication stuff. Does that strike any bells or ring any bells or anything? Uh, yeah, I remember the last one. I don't know if I remember the one before that, but okay. it would well, be interesting to this time incorporate baptism because that is present. I feel like in that... John chapter three. We have oh amazing John the Baptist, <laughs> That's and so exactly this may right. be the fitting time to. That's yeah, to baptism right because we did because I think that would have been right because the last one was in November. The one before that one would have been wouldn't have been the senior dedication or senior commissioning, but the one before that probably would have been the senior commissioning. Yeah, yeah. So you've got communion, baptism. Yeah, I think it's great, and I love that how that fits. Then yeah, that does make sense. So I could just you know I could just teach through because what we're gonna have is. You know, the introduction of John the Baptist, and uh-huh. then we get down to the genealogy, and uh, I don't feel the need to go in detail through the genealogy, mm-hmm. um, because it's it's the genealogies of Jesus are one of those things you either have to really take the time and do them, mm-hmm. or or don't, and uh, man, it's there's a lot to this, you know, why are the Matthew and the Luke ones different, yeah. And, that kind of stuff, and I, I might mention some of that, but I well, don't. Well, the other thing is, I mean, recently, it. recently, you've we've recorded a, a podcast about that, right? And so you could even, it, yep. it's like almost a homework thing. Like, hey, if you want to learn more about <laughs> yes. this, I like when Alistair Begg does that. Like, hey, I'm not gonna. There's stuff here. I'm not right. gonna touch on this, but for your own, you know, if this is something like, hey, I want to learn. There's a lot here, so yeah. you can do this in your own study. Yep, I may, I may do exactly that. That's actually something I had thought about doing. So okay, great. Um, so yeah, that fits. So we need to look into this first part of John of Luke. Sorry, Luke chapter three, which is about John, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not the John who wrote the Book of John. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so it is. You know, you're looking at um, a very narrow, and I haven't even got to look at this yet. Like a very narrow uh, timetable here. Yeah. The fifth. Year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar. Yeah. Which would have probably been enough. Yeah. I think that dates it. Yeah. I, think he I clearly think so could have too. stopped there. But he continues. Mm-hmm. 
Um, because I think, again, I think Luke is going above and beyond with this idea of ju just not what is satisfactory for one eyewitness or one time or one person, but no, making it abundantly clear, you know, again, like we had talked about, um, Luke is writing a, his, a historical event. Like he, right. these are real people, this is a real time. Uh -huh. He's not just making something up, but clearly, you know, with this much detail, if there was any doubt, it right. would not have escaped very long before the church fathers would have been like, that's not right. Mm. Right. That's not the history. This yeah. guy can't be, we, we can't include this guy in the canon. <clears throat> right. Right. Um, no, I think that there's the how much history and the above and beyond of walking through each one of these things from Luke, I think, mm -hmm. again, appeals to a Greek audience and I think roots this narrative in history, even mm -hmm. though he's not providing a true history of the accounts, he's providing, you know, again, an evangelism account, mm -hmm. in which we'll see here fitting for exactly, I think, what is emphasized by John here. Um, we're, you know, we know him as John the Baptist, and I mm. think as we'll go through this, we'll see John as John the Evangelist, mm. the preaching evangelist. But again, starting with a very in-depth history. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm curious too. So I've heard people refer to John the Baptist as John the Baptizer. Mm -hmm. Is is that like a is that a um, a translation or is that just a? I, That's a good question. I don't know. I think I've always thought about it more. You know, to to differentiate the theological Baptist yes. uh, view. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Again, yeah. It's not. It's not like he was a Southern if, Baptist. Yeah, yeah. We're sitting there in in a. He's right. he's one of ours. Our yeah. patron saint. Yeah, that we that we would be in an Episcopal church and be like, and John the Episcopal, right, right, prepares the way, and let me make the defense of why right, he's not right. a Baptist, but he's Episcopal. No, and so I think it's just a clarification because there's going to be lots of denominations, or should be any evangelical denomination that would read this and see, yep, baptism cannot be left out. He obviously was about a ministry. The mode of his ministry was this baptism, even though it's not the same baptism of Jesus's. Baptism. That's right. It's not at all the same. Yeah. No, it's a Wait, different institution. So, mm -hmm. I don't know if I can ask this online and see if anybody knows. Is and do or do y'all know? Is the phrase John the Baptist actually in the text of the Bible? I I would have said no. I, my assumption is no. Um, where in the Bible does it say John the Baptist? It just oh says no, it, Matthew. Wait a second. Does Matthew three? And does it say baptizer? I'm sorry. That's I, what, I, that's Luke what I wanted to look up. Luke specifically doesn't mention it uh -uh. tied together as a title. In those days, John the Baptist just a heading. came <laughs> preaching in the wilderness. Right. Okay, so we have that name. Where was uh, that in Matthew? That's in Matthew 3. So the word, that's a nickname. Oh, man. Um, to baptize, a derivative of, um, it means to baptize. One who baptizes or a baptizer. Um, so what is Matthew three in in the King James? Nope, in those days came John the Baptist. Interesting. How about John the Baptist? So that phrase does so appear. So it comes from Matthew. Yeah, from Matthew. Mm -hmm. Um uh, and Mark. Baptizer. It's in Jim. It's in Mark also, and, and later in Luke. Luke uses it too. Oh wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad we didn't have that as a trivia question because we mm -hmm. both missed. We would have missed it. Hmm. Um. 
I'm uh, seeing if John the Baptizer, that one's going to be a hard one to, harder one to show mm. if that phrase shows up um, in the text of the Bible. Matthew, nope, 11, 11 also has John the Baptist. Wow, I mean, he was clearly John the Baptist. We did not come up with that name. Mm-hmm. It's all through. Um, um, okay, since the Greek New Testament uses two different forms of expression, as usual, we lean toward the re- and respect the stylistic variations by the authors. That's why it is appropriate to call John the baptizer or the Baptist. So sometimes you say one, sometimes you say the other. Mm. So in Mark 6, the Greek reads slightly differently. So in Mark 6, it in this verse, in Mark 6, 24, John is described as the baptizer. And in Mark 6, 25, the next verse... The Baptist. It's the Baptist, because it's two different versions of the word Baptist, or baptizer. Right. There you go. The one who is baptizing. So Mark 6 is the, is the answer to the question, which is he? And the answer is both. Both. 624 is baptizer, 625 is Baptist. Boom. Wonderful. Look at that. See, think how long that would have taken like 50 years ago to research that. Internet's internet's a pretty amazing thing sometimes. (laughs) I mean, you have to check it. True. I mean, (laughs) true. You can't. That's true. I've learned you have to double check everything that you do find on there. Like, no, this is the answer. And you look at it like, that's not there at all. That's not at all what that passage says. Gosh. And I I would would say, so 25, 25 is where you would see baptizer or baptist i think i think those should be equated okay those are the same um so that that is the epithet used only of john here and so baptizer or baptists one in the same probably just a clarification that that's the title um in verse 24 that is the one who is baptizing that is the event and that event description is what we're running into in um, the same word we're running into john chapter three Mm -hmm. um so john chapter three there's all the descriptions here are of baptism mm-hmm. or the baptizing. Yeah. Um, and so this, so three John, or I'm sorry, Luke chapter three does not label John as a Baptist or a baptizer. Yeah. But he clearly, yeah. What is it? And when Luke gets to what's the first reference in seven? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Luke seven twenty and Luke seven twenty and 33, when he was mm-hmm. talking, when we revisit, we'll run back into this character again. There he does give him this epithet, this title, the baptizer, John the baptizer, or John the Baptist. Okay. Wow. Okay, that's great. Yeah. So, but kind of back to your point, though, Paul, Luke takes, I mean, two, I mean, it's a, it's too significant, or it's just like, it's a lot of clarification for history and that is to root this story in history. Yeah. Oh, and by yeah. the time we get no to three, for that. Yeah. we have a place, we have the region around Jordan, um, and we have his methodology for cre- proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, mm-hmm. um, which is, again, very very clearly fulfilling what we ran into in Luke 1 over yeah. Advent. Um, when, when the angel's message over him was, he will turn many of the sons of Israel to the Lord and their God. And he will go before him in the spirit and the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children mm. and of the disobedient to the wisdom of the just. I think this turning 
mm-hmm. this message of repentance. I mean, again, that is what mm-hmm. literally this word means to turn around. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like I'm glancing at a footnote real quick. There's Luke oftentimes um, references the Septuagint. Uh, and in this one, it's very, very, very similar to the Hebrew word, again, essentially to turn, I mean, it is a physical to turn around. Mm. And so this was prophesied about him uh, in one, and then now by three, Mm -hmm. this is it coming true, that there is, that he is calling for repentance, and he's doing it through this institution of Mm. a baptism of repentance. Was, Was this act, or this, like, the act of dunking someone under the water... Was that used in in other things around that time? Like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, a lot of things. Right. Was they they did the the mikvah bath was the form of ritual cleansing that was done for every time you went up onto the Temple Mount mm-hmm. when right. a woman, which got they married. probably wouldn't have considered then as a Jew, they wouldn't consider that. They wouldn't say like, oh, I need to go be baptized to no, get in. No, no, but right, there is right, a right. clear bathed, connection. Purified. Yeah, there's a okay. clear connection of where Jesus' baptism and subsequently command. For us to baptize comes out of again this ritualistic washing. Okay, I would say like during this time, the clearest baptism um, for the repentance of sins comes from what a proselyte would do, which we had already also talked about potentially. Okay. Luke is right. so somebody converting to okay the Jewish faith would have to be required. They would have to have a baptism of repentance, mm-hmm. um, which again probably goes. There's, there's going to be, and we'll run into it again, it'll be interesting, because by the time we get to seven, I don't want to skip too far ahead, because mm-hmm. four is four through six is important, mm-hmm. but, but by the time we get to seven, I mean, there are these crowds, these Jewish crowds that came out to be baptized by him, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so it is interesting, of like, we get, we even get some professions that are here asking, what do, mm-hmm. what do I do, and these soldiers, and then, yep. so mm-hmm. it may be that some are coming, thinking that they're going to become a proselyte. Okay. Um, that they're converting to Judaism, to at least the Jewish people, the message of baptism for repentance would be very strange and maybe yeah. offensive. Hence why this whole thing of, you know, you may say to yourself, well, we've kept Abraham as our father. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I don't, well, I, I don't, I don't need, to. need to. I don't need to. I don't need to repent because Abraham's repentance and faith is passed down through the generation, and thus mm-hmm. I have. And clearly, John, as a forerunner of mm-hmm. Jesus, this prototype evangelist, is saying, no, there's there's a gospel message even for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that gospel message is, it doesn't matter if you're Jew, it doesn't matter if you're Greek, the message is repentance and faith in the Lord. And yeah. So, yeah, the idea that the Jews would need to convert mm-hmm. and be baptized, which is probably how they were reading John's message, how they mm-hmm. were hearing it, would have been offensive. Yeah. yeah. The thought that, you, you know, okay. you, you, think, you think the fact that you know, you're the, a descendant of Abraham means you have nothing to repent of. You yes. have nothing to convert from. Okay. <laughs> Non-believe Gentiles needed to do that. Right, right. They need Gentiles to, needed right. to be converted or okay. changed, or they needed to change their lives. Not Jews. Yeah. And, and, they, and yeah, keep going. And an interesting note. And so, as is written in the book of the words of the prophet, this is what I was saying in four. So he's doing this baptism of repentance and the forgiveness for the forgiveness of sins, and then immediately. Sorry, it, fa- it sounds like somebody's falling down the stairs. I think someone dropped a whole case of anvils okay. down the stairs. <laughs> Sorry, they I think they're the rolling a cart over yeah. our tile <laughs> full of loose objects. Um, <laughs> all of the three synoptic writers quote Isaiah 40, uh, verse 3, which is what the beginning is, is quoted here. Okay. Um, and John actually records, John the baptizer 
or the Baptist quoting it of himself okay. in John one twenty three. Yeah. So every every other gospel cites Isaiah forty verse three. Uh-huh. However, Luke alone is the only gospel that continues okay. to cite verses four and five. Can I go ahead and read that section? Yeah, yeah that would be great. Okay, so we're going to start uh, Luke chapter 3, verse 4, and we're going to go through 6. Is that mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall become straight, and the rough places shall become level ways, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Very words of God. Praise mm-hmm. be to God. And so here we have the voice of the one crying in the wilderness, prepare the ways of the Lord, make his path straight. So that is included in all the Gospels, mm-hmm. and John says it of John saying it about himself. Uh-huh. Um, but then this idea of every valley shall be filled, yeah. every mountain, every crooked um, shall become straight, all the rough places, and then all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Yeah. Um, I think, again, this is the this is the... Luke. Not just, yeah, Luke yeah. writing as an evangelist specifically to the Gentiles. Yeah. He's including them, even in the ones of the one mm-hmm. crying in the wilderness. And, yep. so, and so we've seen that in Simeon yep. now, mm-hmm. and now we're seeing it again as yep. ju- highlighted in Isaiah being taught, like the mm-hmm. prophecy about. Yeah, the fact that Isaiah references that yeah. is, is wow. draw, the attention is drawn to that, that reminder that this is wow. is not just for the Jews, but also, I mean, it is definitely part of what gets Jesus killed is his constant insistence that the Jews need to mm-hmm. repent, yeah. like that that, that, that offense. Well, they and need so the salvation. irony is, and this is what gets John killed. Yeah, that's exactly right. John gets killed talking to a Gentile about his need for repentance and salvation, and Jesus gets killed talking to the, the Jews. Jews about, and both of them. I mean, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Both yeah. Are, again, it's not that it's excluding. He's citing Jewish scripture right. um, here as his message about himself and why, what he's come to do. And so it's for, mm. it's for all of them, but yes. Uh, and the irony that um, a lot of the dating of this, you know, probably goes, I mean, again, we know at least in the timeline in the story, ministry that's happening probably was about the same, about yep. three years, right? Um, just staggered, uh, where John starts a little bit earlier. Man. But the... Again, the 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 message of coming from a revealed message from the Lord, mm-hmm. and then John's unequivocal proclamation of mm-hmm. that message. Yep, because that's where we run into seven. And I've always, I think, as a younger man, struggled with the message of seven, uh, and maybe again because I grew up in the, you know. 90s and the mm. the era of moving into like seeker friendly churches. Oh yeah, yeah all yeah, the yeah. different things. Starting but, your uh, starting your message with you brood of vipers. Yeah, you brood of vipers. That's probably yeah. how I ought to start that's, the that, Sunday yeah. well, sermon. That or just let me know and I'll say, well, good morning everybody. You, you brood, brood of, of vipers. vipers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all are here because you're sinners. That's right. Who so, warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Yep. And, but again, I don't think I think as a younger man, I thought this was. I read this as John's. Insensitivity. Oh, okay. Um, Interesting. And and maybe even just kind of like more of like, yep, that sounds like a crazy man who's Mm. he'd been he'd been hitting the honey and the locusts a little hard. (laughs) If you know what I mean. You know what I mean. That that clothing's ragged for a reason. Right. Animal skins. Interesting. Um, I think I always read it as that, but no, I think again these this notion of um of what it means to be a prophet, of what it means to be Uh you have been revealed the word of the Lord, and then you are proclaiming Uh that word of the Lord. I mean, I, I, this clearly is 
John's not holding back any punches. And with the proclamation of that good news, with the calling out of those that think Abraham will save them, uh-huh. um, or, you know, again, his him talking about these roots of trees needing to cut down because they're not bearing any fruit. Right. We don't get far from the start of you brood of vipers mm. in seven to then 10, where the crowds say, what then shall we do? Mm. I mean, clearly they're prompted by God's word. Right. Um, this is God doing it. He's not holding back any punches. Mm-hmm. And then thus... But they're not turned off by it. Right. It's they like ask. they are still yep. pursuing it. And this this question, then what shall we do, uh-huh. um, is repeated at least, let's see, one, two, three, four times in Luke and three more times in Acts. So this, again, these, these gospel-centric books uh-huh. are a proclamation of God's Word through these eyewitnesses, these testimonials, and then leading yep. to what shall we do. And the message here mm. is repent and be saved. Wow. Yeah. The the other thing is, I, I think I just thought that he was talking to just the Pharisees when he was talking about you brood of vipers. Yeah, yeah. But I... But the crowds but come to But it's the him. crowd. I yeah. mean, yeah. it's like, it's not and, and to be baptized. Including right. Pharisees. They're, they're apparently right, right, right. coming to be baptized. Right. It's already... not like they're just there, like, looking right. and wondering what's going well, on. Well, that's what Jesus is going to talk about later is, yeah. why did you go into the desert? Yeah. Because thousands apparently did, or masses did. Yeah. And, I mean, we know that the people were oppressed. That We know that the demon, demon possession was apparently common and mm-hmm. understood and known. And the people were so desperate for any kind of help Mm-hmm. That this crazy guy out at the Jordan River, and it's not like he was easy to get to. Mm-hmm. Right, I and mean, he was at the right. Jordan outside of Jericho, and which I'm is not, not at the city gates. Okay, because I'm the not temple. familiar with that area. Yeah, he he. It would have required. I mean, it's the Dead Sea zone. I mean, it's uh-huh. it's north of the Dead Sea, and it's it, it's not, not a place terrain. you want to go hang around. No, it's wilderness, and and yeah, it's it's not a it's not an easy place to get to. Uh-huh. What's interesting is still today. It's still we get easy. baptized. We, uh-huh. Most of the time when you go to Israel, you get baptized at this site just south of the Sea of Galilee, uh-huh. not at the site where John the Baptist did baptisms because it's such a pain to get out to it. Interesting. That's in buses. You don't want to drive all the way up. We've done it one time. We yeah. went out to it. Were you on that trip, Paul? No, but uh, we did it on uh, the trip that I went the second time. The second time. You were on the trip that we went all the way out to... Not with y'all, but okay. with, with oh, the forge. You did right. with the forge. Yes. So y'all went out to, to his spot, not mm-hmm. the place they usually go up by the north of the Sea of Galilee either. Correct. They went all the way. Okay, cool. So we've I've been to three or four different locations, and okay. the one we went to here, and the reason we haven't gone back in the past is because it's inconvenient. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. And that's in a bus. And so... So are the people going out because they're looking... Like you are saying, they're desperate. Do I people think... think this guy's this guy might be the Messiah. That's, or, I, that's it seems part of the to be conversation. 15. Verse yeah. fifteen: As the people were in expectation and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John whether he might be the, the Christ. Christ. I got you. Now John is very very quick here uh-huh. to yeah. say I'm not right. Like there's a clear. It, I you know again I love that this doesn't minimize his message. Mm. He's not going like well, I'm not the Christ. Uh, so guys y'all mm. y'all might be acting a. A little mm-hmm. bit shady, kind of, kind of like some snakes trying to get mm-hmm. away from a fire. No, he knows I'm not the Christ, but that does not demote his right. message is, from yeah. Christ, which is you need you need salvation. Yeah. You need to realize you're a sinner. Um, but no, he's he's very quick to say no. There there is one who will come, not just with baptism, but with the authority to judge. Yeah, um, yeah. and he's the one who's really guard you know guarding the hearts, yes. judging the hearts. Um, 
and 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 I think again it's it's really interesting that sandwiched in this this you know confession of John that he's not the Christ that's coming and this rebuke to the people um, are these crowds who are asking him what shall they do and John gives I mean again verses at least twelve and fourteen he's talking to tax collectors and soldiers uh-huh. he gives them a clear this is how to respond correctly once you've turned around mm-hmm. here's some examples. Um, of these soldiers who are asking him, what shall we do? These, t- these tax collectors, what shall we do? It's very, again, mm. very interesting. And I, and I think a lot of, a lot of people have highlighted this and, and I can give credence to it. Um, but again, you can make too much out of something too little. Mm-hmm. Um, but the tax collectors come who want to be baptized and said to him, teacher, and they call him rabbi, uh-huh. what shall we do? And then the soldiers come and just say, what shall we do? And so this being the tax collectors, probably Jews serving as tax collectors, right. and then soldiers, probably just Gentiles. Mm. Probably wasn't the Jewish, you know, legion soldier. They're not calling him rabbi. Right. And, right. and that would be the, 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 the crowds delineation. aren't either. Right. The crowds okay. don't call him rabbi either. Okay. But this being this, this idea that the tax collectors call him teacher or rabbi shows that this isn't just a mm. Gentile audience that... John the Baptist was yeah. presenting it's oh, to yeah. both Jews right. and and uh, Gentiles together. Okay. Yep. Do we know much about John the Baptist's upbringing or like? No, I'm assuming I mean, we, we don't know don't. very much yeah, about yeah, yeah. Jesus's either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true, yeah. true. I, mean, I mean, I just this. didn't yeah. know. Yeah. No, we know we yeah. know almost nothing about Jesus's upbringing, and we know less about John the Baptist's upbringing. He just he shows up here, mm-hmm. and so we know he was born, and we yeah. know he was named. And then he shows up here at hmm. AD, what what most people assume is going to be about AD twenty nine. Yeah, because that's where all these people overlap. That's yeah. the, about the fifteenth year of Tiberius. So what we would call about AD twenty nine, he shows up. Man. And st- and and, uh, and the people began to flock to hear him, a baptism for the repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And for many in the Jewish world, the instinct would have been that mm. they didn't need to be forgiven of sins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and mm. again, like you had just said, uh, you know what what is this here? What is this reference to being called a brood of vipers or these serpents? I mean, obviously in Old Testament the foundation, we would know that that for all all these Jewish he- hearers that would be um, would have memorized. Um, the first books of the Bible would have clearly gone to the imagery of the serpent of Satan. Um, mm. But this is, again, this is a message that gets John uh, killed, and it's not, it's a similar message that gets Jesus killed. Um, yeah. Skipping over to John eight forty three, why do you not understand what I say? It is because, and he answers his own question, it is because you cannot bear to hear my word. You yeah. are, you are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do the, your father's desires. He is a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. And goes on about lies and conviction of sins and why they don't hear that he is God. And so, Dan, again, there, there is a revealed word mm. and there is a responsibility of the hearer of that revealed word mm. to repent and turn yep. to it as truth, mm. which isn't popular. <laughs> no. It isn't now. Still, it yeah, was. it definitely wasn't back then. Yep, it wasn't exactly then. right. Yeah. 
it'll be it'll be fun, and that'll be a good thing for us to even discuss this and how we how we engage with baptism here as well. And that's that'll I think that'll be a great way for us to spend this Sunday. Excellent. Well, be encouraged. <laughs>